You're listening to The Journey Podcast. Find out how fitness and sound healing come together to support mental health and well-being. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited to introduce Kiki Tyler to you. Fitness and mental health are deeply connected, but there's also the problem that when our mental health suffers, exercise is often the very last thing on our mind, even though it could really help us. Kiki is an energy practitioner and wellness enthusiast who encourages women to have fun through her virtual fitness classes and to relax and enjoy self-care through her Reiki practice. As a business owner and entrepreneur, Kiki brings over 17 years of experience in the health and wellness industry as a corrective exercise specialist, group fitness instructor, and wellness coach. Kiki is driven by a strong passion to empower women to embrace their magic, step into their power, and live the life of their dreams now. She recently added a variety of energy offerings, including distance Reiki, Celtic Reiki, Huna Reiki, and Dragon Reiki. Stay tuned for her sound healing sessions. So without further ado, let's meet Kiki Tyler. Hi Kiki, it's so great to have you on the podcast today. I am very excited to catch up with you because you offer such a unique combination of fitness and sound healing. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, me too. And can you share a little bit about yourself and how you got into fitness, personal training, and then also the sound healing part? Sure. So I would say my journey started a little bit after college, working full-time, had been going to college full-time, gained a lot of weight, was not able to work from home, so started cutting out my personal workouts and was dealing with a lot of anxiety. And this was late 90s, early 2000. So mental health was not something that was discussed on a regular basis, but girlfriend invited me to a Zumba class at her gym and I started taking it with her. And it really changed my life. I was moving. I was around people. I was happy. I felt good. And I went because of how it made me feel, not because of how I wanted to look. So there wasn't this weight loss goal in mind. It was, I wanted to sleep better. I wanted to feel better on the inside. And I mean, I was starting to even experience low back pain and I was in my early twenties. And then fast forward, Zumba kind of got in my blood. I became an instructor, fell in love with fitness in general, became a personal trainer, wanted to make people feel the way I felt in class. Wow, I love that. It's like you found your calling (laughs) with the Zumba and the fitness instructor. And 
So you're incorporating fitness into your own mental health practice. And can you explain to our listeners a little bit about what that looks like if they wanted to incorporate fitness for their mental health journey? For example, helping with anxiety or helping with a really high load of stress? Absolutely. It is a life changer for me personally. I was chatting with you earlier. I just recently moved. So the packing and unpacking and not knowing where your things are, I would consider a stressful thing to go through. Mm -hmm. And not having my normal space or anything, just taking a five or 10 minute break to go for a walk or to move for 10 to 12 minutes, it actually activates the chemicals in your brain as much as a 30 minute or a one hour workout. So you don't have to kill yourself for hours at the gym, just a little bit of movement a few times a day can help combat the feelings of stress and anxiety. Wow, that is amazing. I have to tell that to my personal trainer. <laughs> I don't need to work out for an hour. <laughs> it depends on the program. But yes, if it's done efficiently, I am all about the micro and mini workouts. For sure. <laughs> I think you can fit that easily into your day as well. You know, if you go for a walk, maybe in your lunch break, or you do a little bit of walking after work, think everyone can maybe find that time to fit that in. So that's a bit more manageable than trying to do a one or one and a half hour workout. Absolutely. I mean, that's the main reason people don't do it is they don't have that time. And if they can't do the hour, I'm speaking from experience myself. Well, if I can't do the whole hour, I'm not going to do it at all. Well, mm -hmm. what if you could do 15 minutes or 20 or you do two 15 minutes in the day, you just did 30 minutes of movement. So yeah. Yeah, it gives so you that successful you know, sense of accomplishment too, which is also another trigger for happy endorphins. Yeah, exactly. And that seems a lot more manageable to me as well. If, if you're starting out on a mental health journey and you don't feel very motivated, then that could be a good way to get started is to just break it down into smaller chunks that feel a lot more manageable to you. Absolutely. We call them small wins. Hashtag small wins in my group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> And how do you use fitness specifically, for example, for anxiety? Are there things other than walking that you do or specific exercises or a way that you incorporate fitness into that? That's a great question. I think it's going to be a little different for everyone. But for me, I love to dance. So Zumba is encompasses all of the countries, all the world rhythms. And I tend to be drawn to a lot of the happy, fast-paced rhythms that are soca from the islands, samba from Brazil. I love merengue. It's very fast, upbeat, has a lot of trumpets. So I'm very, I call myself mood music. So if I want to be happy, I'm going to play happy music and then I'm going to move in a happy way. But maybe for you, you enjoy running and being outside in nature or you want to put the headphones on and play rock music and do some lifting. Whatever it is, pick your passion. You're going to be excited about it. You're going to look forward to it. And that's what a trainer told me many years ago. And 17 years later, I am still teaching and still practicing those tips. Mm -hmm. And talking about the fitness training, Obviously, the pandemic changed quite a bit on how fitness training was able to be delivered to clients. And how did the pandemic impact your fitness practice? Oh, that was tough. I went from teaching live classes at four or five different gyms. You know, we're, we're all, we call it the Fit Fam. You know, we would get together once a month, celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. And we had that 
strong sense of community to being locked indoors and told not to go anywhere. So I locked myself in my bedroom with my computer and gave myself a Zoom tutorial and started ordering all the wires and doodads. And I was determined to bring that same experience to my people and started teaching classes. And they were so forgiving with all the glitches. Zoom wasn't really built for <laughs> fitness classes and audio and yeah. video. And, and yeah, it was a little a little strange, but they, they stayed with me. And a surprise was I was introduced to this whole population of women, not only in the US, but globally. So I had people from Australia and Mexico and Germany and Canada, you name it, they could take my class, whether it was live or this new on demand where I could record a class and they could still experience it, but around their schedule. So you didn't have to rush to the gym and worry about parking. And, you know, a lot of my ladies have kids. So then they had, they were dependent on childcare and it was never long enough. So they were always coming in late or leaving early. Well, now these women would lock their kids out of their bedroom and they're dancing with me in their office or their bedroom or somewhere in their bathroom, you know, wherever they could find space. You don't need a lot of space. And they were doing more than when they had the gym membership and before pandemic. And many ladies I'm, I've been working with for two plus years, we have not yet met in real life because we're in different states, different parts of the world, but it's been an amazing blessing that came from it. Wow, I like that. That's good to hear that even though the pandemic itself seemed to cause a lot of mental health stress, that there are also these positive sides to it where we discovered a different sense of community and a different way of connecting even globally. So I find that amazing. And I'm excited that you were able to incorporate that into your fitness practice as well and offer these courses and classes to women that before might not have ever been able to work with you because they weren't there physically. So that's fantastic. It was really game changer for me. And also for them, the other fun thing they enjoyed is during the the workout, many of them turned their cameras off and they felt like they could be themselves. Now you can't do that at a gym. Oh, don't look at me, <laughs> you know, but they would turn their camera on before and after to say hello, to chit chat, to hang out, to have that community. But for whatever comfort level, they could turn it off during class and feel a hundred percent at ease. And some of them even felt like they worked harder because they're like, I know you're looking and you were queuing and I felt like you were talking to me, even though you couldn't see me. <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely relate to that because that's one of the things I found with going to the gym is that I felt a little uncomfortable because, well, A, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so while I was there trying to figure it out, I always felt a little uncomfortable and people were watching me. So I can see how being able to do the exercises or the Zumba classes with you and turning the camera off could create such a safe space that I would feel really comfortable in. And I would really feel like I could take the practice and internalize it and apply it to myself. So that for me would be a great benefit as well. And did you find that during the pandemic, women felt like they needed the fitness practices even more because of the mental health issues that were going on because of the different stresses and these situations that were coming up with the pandemic? Absolutely. Talking to the moms, some of them were homeschooling, you had to upgrade their Wi-Fi. They had a, what they nickname it, the clawfist, the closet office. You know, everybody's <laughs> trying to find their little nook in the house to do what they needed to do and survive. But there was no 
me time. The ladies are like, I lost my me time. I had, you know, some of the, them enjoyed and missed the commute because that was like their only alone time away from others that they could really focus on calm. You know, maybe they would listen to a podcast or read a, uh, listen to an audible book. They lost all that. It was from the time they woke up, go, 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 to the time they went to bed seven days a week. There was no break unless the kids could go outside and play. So many of them would come and they could care less about the calories or the weight, weight, you know, any of that. They just needed to de-stress and let loose, let their hair down, just be themselves, not a mom, not a wife, you know, not an employee, just stand in their power as a woman and let loose and be free. Mm -hmm. And so now that they have found this way of exercising and connecting with you, have they kept doing that even now that the pandemic is calming down a little bit and we are seeing fewer restrictions and they could technically go to the gym? Are they still connecting with you? Yes, I would say 90% have stayed with me and plan to stay with me and don't ever see themselves going back to the gym for reasons you've listed already. You know, they they didn't really enjoy the atmosphere. You know, once they got into the group fitness room, it was different, but like you have to go through the main gym and they weren't really going to use all the equipment or they didn't know how. And some have even wanted to take that next level now that things have calmed down and some of the kids have gone back to school and they do have that space. They've asked about personal training. Some have taken my strength building program. Some are doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with me as they're like, okay, my mental health is at a good spot. Let's talk about my physical health. You know, because we have different areas of health, you know, mental, financial, physical, occupational, you know, each one is in its different wheelhouse. So it is interesting and I'm there for whenever they need me. And we will talk about your Facebook group a little bit later, but I am part of that group as well. And I have to say that I enjoy your videos immensely and also the, the classes and the exercises that you put in there. So Yeah, thank you so much for the work that you do and for putting that out there because I think there's such a great need and especially during the pandemic and now after the pandemic that we take that time for ourselves and we, we really practice that self-care through fitness for ourselves. So thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And thank you for the positive feedback. I'm glad you enjoy the videos. I enjoy making them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I love them. <laughs> and there's a second part to what you do as well, and that is sound healing. Can you explain a little bit about what sound healing is or what it does and, and how you incorporate that with your fitness journey? Yes. So I started using sound therapy probably over the past year. I was introduced to it at a retreat last year and it The woman, it was a relaxation technique and she had tuning forks and another woman had sound bowls and we were just outside on our mats and just listening to the different vibrations and sounds and frequencies along with nature. And it was something that's really hard to describe, but very calm and serene. And I felt very relaxed. And so I've gone through a couple sound healing courses and now want to start offering it to those who would like it and seek it out added a little bit to the end of my stretching here and there and have received really good feedback. As a relaxation technique, it's sound, it's music, it's different frequencies, but you can take it a little bit deeper and the frequencies actually connect to different chakras. They connect to different organs and ailments. And some people actually have several private one-on-one -on -one sound healing sessions 
to work through specific areas of the body that they would like extra attention on. So that I also offer that on a one-on-one basis. Mm, that sounds amazing. And what kind of instruments do you use for your sound healing? Do you use uh, just singing bowls or do you use tuning forks or other instruments as well? So right now, tuning forks and singing bowls, I've got my eye on a pyramid, probably a gong and some Koshi chimes, which it's a series of four or five chimes that are connected with the frequency that of each element. So I'm expanding. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting world, sound healing. And there are so many different things that you can do within sound healing. So it's definitely a very expansive topic. and. Sound healing is used for, as you said, it's frequencies and also how they change the vibrations in the body. So do you use sound healing mainly just for relaxation, for example, after a fitness session? Or do you also use it for specific things that address mental health issues or that address physical ailments, for example? Really good question. And I would say the answer both. So a lot of times at the end of a session, I don't teach any yoga, but a lot of times I'll end a session with a stretch and I can incorporate a little bit of sound healing there. So people are already in a calm state, but I just want to send them off like they're floating on a cloud and they're feeling very relaxed to combat any additional stress or anxiety. But yes, it can be used for physical ailments. I have used several of the tuning forks with women who are menstruating. So they're going through their cycle, they're, they're dealing with the cramps and the pain there, and it has helped alleviate, or in some instances, completely remove the pain for them. And it's different for each person, also depends on how open they are to it. But being in a more relaxed state, science shows that your body is more capable of doing its own self-healing or absorbing anything that you are taking or providing it, whether it be a holistic or a doctor prescribed medication. So I I have a very close girlfriend who incorporated Reiki with her chemo treatments and it made a world of difference for her because she was calm. Her body was able to absorb and take what it needed. And then through the Reiki, she released the toxins with it and also added her own sound therapy to that. So it can be used in a myriad of ways for sure. Mm -hmm. I like that it's so integrative and that you can combine it with other practices as well. And it really enhances the other things that you do in addition to the sound healing. And does sound healing only work in person or can people work with you online for sound healing as well? Oh, they can definitely work with me online. Futuristically, I'm working on a sound healing program where I will put together different frequencies and partner that with meditations and affirmations, but many frequencies can be found on YouTube. Those aren't going to be customized to each person, but if you're looking for a broad base and you just want to touch base, I would look up anything at the 432 Hertz frequency. Like for example, if you typed in heart chakra 432 HTZ, that'll give you a large selection. And I personally do a lot of work with the heart and the throat chakra And a lot of it with the heart is self-love, a lot of stress and anxiety. We tend to beat ourselves up and Mm -hmm. I should be doing better. I should be in a different place. I could be doing this. I need to do that. So just giving yourself space and grace and a little bit of self-love, like, oh, going back to the micro workouts, I did 12 minutes today. I rock. And then just sitting in that happy space for a little bit longer. And then the throat chakra, a lot of 
females, you know, generationally are taught not to speak up, you know, be polite. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of going through this phase of we have a voice, we have thoughts and feelings. It's okay to express them in a kind and loving way and kind of breaking that cycle. So those are the two that I would say women come to me and and want to work on the most. Mm -hmm. That is really interesting. And I love how you are combining fitness and sound healing together because that is not a combination that I have talked about before on the podcast. So thank you again for highlighting that. I find that so interesting and I, I can't wait to try that out with you. So we have to do that sometime in a session. <laughs> I love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And can you go over some of your programs and services so listeners can get an idea of how they could connect with you in their healing journey or where they could find you and how they could join you? Absolutely. So I'm 100% virtual. So you can check me out anywhere as a gift for all the listeners. In the show notes, I know you'll put the uh, link for a free 30-minute Zumba class and 30 minutes so you can do it anywhere get it in in time. But my, I also teach live on Zoom. So if you want to be there live and interact with me and other women, I have my schedule on my website. So I teach two Zumba classes a week. One is a Zumba glow party. So I'm actually in neon colors. I have black light and it's like a club atmosphere that I bring directly to you to your home. So you don't even have to go anywhere. I also have a large on-demand library, anywhere from five to 10 minute workouts all the way up to an hour, depending on how much time you have available. And those also include some martial arts, some strength training, some bar. So try to have a little bit of variety because cross-training is important. And also have a monthly membership. So if you like all of that and you want me live and on demand, you can join my monthly membership and have access to all of it. And I drop new classes every month. And then I'll be launching a strength building program in September. So stay tuned for that. I have a wait list open. It's called Tough Gems, 28-day strength building program. And I also offer personal training. My one-on-one wow. coaching and sound baths are new, but they are. I'm opening up more availability in September for that as my schedule allows. Yeah, that sounds great. And we're all going to be partying alongside Kiki's Blacklight sessions together. Yes. <laughs> so. That sounds like so much fun and such a great way to get the sessions in without feeling like you're really working hard because it's more like a fun and entertainment and a party. So yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yes. I mean, one of the Zumba taglines I think is ditch the workout, join the party. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> so, so that's really cool. The only blacklight thing I ever did was laser bowling, which... Fun. <laughs> really cool at the time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it was a happy accident. I did it as a fundraiser one time, and the ladies were like, "Can you do that every week?" So every Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern is our live Zumba Glow party, unless I'm on vacation. But I only usually do that once or twice a year. So, and then I always send an on-demand class, and then I record both my Zumba party and my black lights. So people on the other side of the world can see it around their schedule. So it's not like two in the morning for them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I'll be partying very late with you for the yes. black party. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like it's such a great way to get started on your fitness and mental health journey and incorporate that and have some fun while you do that as well. So thank you so much for going over that. 
And as Kiki said, we will be linking to all of her offerings in the show notes as well. So be sure to check those out for information on how you can connect with Kiki and also the special offerings that she has put on there for the listeners. Well, this has been another incredible episode and I hope our listeners have enjoyed our journey into fitness and sound healing as much as I have. It has been such a pleasure having you on the podcast, Kiki. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. It's been a blessing. Yeah, thank you. And I I really hope that we'll be joined by many, many listeners for the party that you're putting on every Monday. Yes, join anytime. You can drop in, no membership needed if you want to try out the class and definitely check out the free 30-minute class and let me know what your favorite song is. Yes, we'll see if we can get some people to to do that and look in in the show notes there. So thank you so much for the work you do. Thank you so much for coming on today and take care, Kiki. You too. Thank you, Petra. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media, and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Journey blog.